This Tuesday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then, dismissing the crowds, he went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He said in reply, He who sows good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seed the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age. And the harvesters are angels. Just as weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. They will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. It's interesting to learn what the Word of God says about itself, which is ultimately, in a certain way, what God says about Himself. If God is the one who speaks through His written Word, then it means that God speaks to us about Himself, and He also speaks to us about ourselves. But then, it means, and this is where I want us to focus our attention, that the written Word is only a means, an instrument, by which God tells us how he is, and how we are. Let me summarize what I want to say. It's one thing to speak about the written word of God, about the Holy Scriptures. It's a different thing to speak about the word of God with a capital W, which, to your surprise and mine, is much more than the Bible, because the word of God with a capital W is Jesus. Do we get this? Jesus is God the Father's word to all of us. He's everything that God wanted and wants to say to us. And Jesus speaks beyond the Bible. Although the Bible is his privileged place, the best place, so to speak. So, when I say, let's learn what God's word tells us about itself, I mean Holy Scriptures. What Scripture tells us about what it is and what it does in our life. Do we understand? I hope we do. We've recently said that the letter to the Hebrews reads, The word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is living, but it's also effective. Or we could also say that it's effective because it's alive. Only living things are capable of giving life. The written word of God is effective because it says what it does, and it does what it says. It's not like us who oftentimes don't practice what we preach. It's effective in our lives when we are constant in our listening. It always bears fruit and produces in us what it says it will produce. How wonderful. It's so nice to believe this. If you still believe that the Word of God is not effective, it's because you haven't listened with an open and well-disposed heart. Don't give up. Don't get tired. We are all struggling we are all on the same path. We always need to start again. 
Today's glimpses of the gospel teaches us a beautiful lesson on the disciples' thirst for knowledge, their desire to know and learn more, to understand. They didn't show conceit, believing that they had understood. Do you remember when Jesus said that the greatest stumbling block to the word of God is our lack of understanding, that is to say, our ignorance? This is the same reason why it doesn't bear fruit. He said this in the parable of the sower. Do you remember? We are ignorant about the things of God. Thus, we are also ignorant about his words. Did you know that? Sometimes we convince ourselves that Jesus' parables are kind of short stories for children, and we believe that we can understand them easily. But, in general, our understanding remains at a superficial level. We don't go down deep. And if we don't fully understand, the word doesn't touch our heart. It doesn't take root. It's not effective enough. Lord, explain the parable of the weeds to us. It would be wonderful to ask that to Jesus today. Shed some light on our understanding of the word, on what we believe we already know. Help us understand that we, actually, don't understand anything. Keep us from saying it's enough. We don't need any explanation. We don't need to ask ourselves more questions. Blessed is the one who is always asking, because he is always aware that we can never know everything. Blessed is the one who, when listening to the daily readings, humbly and simply tells Jesus, Jesus, could you please explain what you have just said differently? Could you put it in a simpler way for our heartlands, for our poor understanding? Could you please explain it differently, so that I can live it in my life? Blessed is the one who takes the time to listen to Jesus and asks him to be the one who explains, and not only the priest who's on call. Blessed is the one who doesn't regard the word of God as an accessory in his life and doesn't compare it with other writings. The one who is aware of the word being living and effective. The one who understands that it gives life and changes lives. Blessed is he who all of a sudden understands there are no more beautiful words than God's. Blessed is the one who invests more time in listening to God instead of listening to the words on TV, on soap operas, in the bad news, in the gossip columns, in false accusations and snap judgments, or to those words of the people who think they know it all and believe they are the Messiah of a world that can only be saved by Jesus. Today, let's rejoice in listening to the Word of God. Let's be humbly inquisitive, and let's indulge in asking Jesus everything we need. Let's admit our ignorance and listen to or read God's Word again to discover something new, something we didn't know. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.